And now, coming to you live from the tri-state area and San Francisco, California, it's the best part of Wednesday. Waffle Box. It really is. With your hosts, Mike Fish and Kush Hayes. Ooh, welcome to Waffle Box, the podcast where we talk about anything, everything, and nothing all at the same time. Come up with an episode... 51, just when you thought it was safe to come out of your house, the monkeys are going to get you. Uh, we have a very gripping Dumbworld record this week, and we're talking Top Gun 2 and more. I am Mike Fish, and I am joined, as always, by the main man in San Fran. It's Kush. Hey, Kush, how you doing, buddy? What's good, y'all? How you doing? What's good, Mike? How you been? How was your holiday? It's wonderful. I am for those watching the video version, I'm a golden god right now. Or maybe I should say bronze, because gold sounds like I have something wrong with my liver. But no, I'm tan Superman after my week-long trip in the Bahamas. I always feel weird saying I went to the Bahamas, because even though I did technically go to the Bahamas, like I just literally didn't leave the hotel once. Hey. So I didn't experience the party. Everyone says, oh, what's the Bahamas like? Well, the hotel was nice. Did, did you go all-inclusive? Of course. It's the best way to go. So that's my, uh, that's my all routine that's, that's all that matters. Woke up, wake up around 8 o'clock, have breakfast, plonk myself on the beach, wait till mm-hmm. the bar starts opening around 10, start drinking. And then around three o'clock, we moved to the pool area, continue drinking. And then we just drank until we passed out around like nine, 10 o'clock and then rinse and repeat. It was lovely. Wow. Sounds like a great time. I feel that I got my money's worth alone on the alcohol. So. All right. There you go. The last, the last day of the trip, the wife was struggling a little bit, but I was powering through. I did because the checkout, funny thing, checkout of the hotel was 11, 11 a.m. And so, just to be safe, because our taxi was picking us up at 11 to take us to the airport. And around 10 30, the woman at the front desk was like, Should I cut off your wristband now? Are you leaving? I was like, Wait, one for the road. And I just ran to the bar and got some more because <laughs> of alcohol. <laughs> hey, That's dedication. I wanted to get my money's worth. That's dedication. Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. So that's what I've been. That's hence why we missed last week. I was uh, sunning it up. And I'm, I actually did think about maybe doing an episode live from the Bahamas, but I'm glad I didn't because the Wi Fi sucked. I mean, whatever. Uh, yeah. you're, not, you're not going there to spend time on the internet. So I'm not worried. I'm not complaining too much. But yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't too hot, Wi Fi wise, temperature wise, sun wise, beautiful. Um, what have you been up to in the last 14 days since we last recorded? Wow. Uh, tragedy and triumph, triumph and tragedy. Um, when I wasn't working, you know, some of the most televised uh, events in the world, uh, there was, you know, Champions loss League in the family. Hmm? Nothing. Carry on. Hmm. Anyways, uh, yeah, had a funeral to go to, ended up... Uh, working a one last gig for this company that's uh, now the owner's retiring. So everything around him must retire as well. And uh, it was a, uh, yeah, it's a very dramatic 14 days. Oh, commiserations so, uh, you know, for your loss, Mr. Hayes. 
Yeah, man. Well, it'll be fine. It's just where, you know, the future is uncertain. Well, anyway. is it? I mean, mm-hmm. we're, we're all going to end up there Ours at some certain. point. Not to be too dramatic. <laughs> yeah. I think again, way too dramatic. Yeah, I'm just talking about like career wise. I don't know. What oh, I, th- I thought you meant like the looking at the end of the tunnel. I was going there. Oh, I mean, yeah, I, I guess I could see announcing that I went to a funeral. I can see why you would jump to that conclusion. Yes, sir. No, 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 no. But yeah, no, yeah. No. Career wise, onwards and upwards. Then one door closes, another yes. door opens, as they say. We shall see. We shall see. But this is the calm before the storm. We, uh, we will be at game one of the NBA Finals this year, along with the Golden State Warriors in their sixth appearance in eight Warriors. years. Warriors. Warriors. Um, I guess who, who, the, on the team. who the GSW, as the kids say, who are they playing? They're going to play the Boston Celtics. Oh, I'm definitely rooting for Golden State then. Screw basketball. <laughs> Outstanding. I, I don't as you as you may have guessed from that, I don't really follow basketball that much. I'm I was I always assume the Brooklyn Nets aren't in the final. It's a pretty safe bet. But yeah. Okay. The Warriors. That's fair. That's fair. The Warriors had that had those had those decades as well. So but yeah, man. It, it, it should be good. It should be good. Great opportunity and uh, looking forward to being a part of it one way or the other. Um, by the way, if you listen to this week's microdose. Uh, and I if literally you haven't, found why out you? all these details like I literally found out all these details like maybe an hour before we started recording so like when I said like yeah so I'm not booked and I didn't earn my spot on the team guys like that was all still true uh, as, as of that recording but now I now I have purpose again and uh, we will go onward and upward one more step towards glory well there you go kids if you've learned nothing from today's podcast never give up you can never give up. Adapt, overcome, persevere. Hurrah. Beautiful. All right, let's crack on. So normally on this show, it's very lighthearted, so I don't want to go too deep and dramatic. But obviously, in the news mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks, there's been some mm-hmm. tragedy striking um, in a school in Texas with, an, unfortunately, mm-hmm. another school shooting going on so i kind of went i don't want to obviously go too into that um mm-hmm. because it's been done already you know people talk about it, it's horrible everyone knows that everyone can agree on that but i kind of want to use this i don't think we'll add anything to the conversation but and i'll probably end up uh, hurting someone's feelings too but yes exactly so that's horrible let's move on to something slightly different but this is a topic that's obviously come up a lot uh, in the last few years. And at me as an outsider, I guess, looking, even though I've lived in America for just over five years, it's still kind of, I feel like an outsider mm-hmm. looking in. It still kind of perplexes mm-hmm. me about yeah. how things are done over in the United States of these Americas. And obviously, big hot topic is, quote, unquote, gun control in America. Mm-hmm. Sure. So here's my, I mean, by all means, Kush, jump in if you want to. But obviously, this is a to- it's a hot topic, so I appreciate if you maybe don't want to kind of put your views out there. I can totally understand that. But if you wish, feel free, of course. But I'm going to just look at it. Because everyone, it, this seems, obviously, the vocal 
people and as we've mm. already discussed on this typically the people that speak the loudest are the dumbest people but mm. on either side of the composite either it seems to be don't touch it don't change anything everything's mm. fine or let's mm. get rid of all guns no guns ever mm. ah, that seems to be mm. the two thought processes before here, right? we get a little deeper than that okay. for the uninitiated including myself even why don't you tell people how easy is it to get a handgun in the united kingdom in the united kingdom uh yes. well, i would I say need a handgun I'm, just... in, I'm, in, I'm in the deepest darkest parts of london i need a handgun mike where can i get one how can i get it i mean maybe some sorted alleyway legally the right people legally Honestly, I guess it sort of answers your question. I honestly have no idea. I lived in the United okay. States, uh, the United Kingdom for 30 years. I would not have any idea of how to get. I'm sure you can, but it's not easy. But that's a, that's a point. How would I be would I be able to get a uh, firearm of any kind, a rifle, a shotgun? If you I think you have to like all firearms condemned out there. They're not condemned, but it's, you have to get like licenses and then you can only use them in certain places and they have to be locked away and all that good stuff. You, you have to have each firearm registered to you. So there can't be any. So if anything happens, then they can trace it back to you or an naughty boy. Mm -hmm. So you can get, acquire firearms in the United Kingdom. That's you can, amazing. but it's kind of hard to do and you can't but you can 100 definitely not just carry it around the street like no that's a no go that is you can only use it at, um there are some like um what they're called firing ranges and things like that okay those exist um and certain huntings allowed but yeah it's not an everyday activity let's just say that copy that whereas obviously i mean over here, it's obviously state by state is different because obviously here in New Jersey, it's the gun laws are very strict and very tight. But obviously, from other states, it's not as things like that. Now, the okay. point I was basically going to make is let's find a middle because here's what confused me. I'm not trying to be some liberal snowflake to try to preach to people and try to change. This is literally me not again, not trying to preach, just trying to understand. I guess that's mm -hmm. how it all is. That let's take two things. Um, one, a gun, a gun that whether the, the context in which you want to use it is whether you just want to you know, hurt someone, you want to defend yourself and your family, you want to go hunting whatever your use of that gun is that gun is purely designed to do damage basically mm -hmm. right we can agree on that that is the only design mm -hmm. for sure of that then you look at other things such as a car a car is designed to get someone from a to b that's it However, much like a gun, in the wrong hands, when used badly, the car can be very dangerous. We mm -hmm. can agree on that, right? Sure. Okay. 
Now, to have a car in the United States, you have to, at the very, again, this is, I'm talking about New Jersey, probably different from state to state, but in New Jersey, you have to do at least six hours of supervised learning, basically, in the car, hmm. boom, 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 boom. Then you have to take a written test to learn all the rules and all that. Da, 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 da. And then obviously mm-hmm. you have to take an act, another test where you're judged mm-hmm. on your skills and knowledge and they determine whether you are trusty to be behind the wheel. Mm-hmm. All I'm saying is, would it not be make sense to have those same rules begun? Why can't, you know, if you want a gun, I, cause I'm again, I'm, I don't understand why anyone needs a gun. That's my thing, but I understand mm-hmm. not everyone is me and this is America. It's different. Yada, 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 yada. But the, would it not make sense for you? If you want to have a firearm first, let's make sure you know how to use it properly and all the rules and regulations, mm-hmm. yada, 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 pass the test. Sure. Here's your license. Happy gun ownership, at the very least. What well, does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Am, I, am I going mad? I just don't understand right. why cars are harder to, basically harder to get than guns. Doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I got nothing really to uh, add or explain. Uh, rules are a little different in California as well, um, and they they change from year to year so i'm not up to date on them but as much as i hate guns i think it's important that everyone learns how to use a gun firearm rifle etc etc so they understand how serious they are what they should be intended for self-defense at best and you know again real life real weight consequences for uh you know doing the wrong things with them so but how, how how do you how do you solve the, these mass shootings these 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 school shootings i i don't know there's a lot of a lot of sick people out there not even sick just they they got their own agenda and whatever answer they have will never be satisfactory to anybody that asks no. why did they do that so that's that's obviously you're so. not going to solve this situation overnight and obviously one of the big no arguments typically is well it's all well and good doing this that and the other but criminals are criminals and they won't follow laws and mm-hmm. stuff like that which that's that's well, a fair point but it is against the law to break into someone's home and steal things from there but it still happens so just because that mm-hmm. still happens should we just should we just make that legal like no, because obviously, if we, that happened, I'm sure break-ins would increase dramatically if suddenly there was no law against that. So, you know, these measurements. I'm, and again, I'm not saying I'm, I know, have all the answers, and I'm going to solve everything. But I just think these. Wouldn't that be great if tomorrow everything just got solved because of this be show? Oh, and we that get like fantastic. a we get a medal from the president. Oh, well done. Well done for solving it. <laughs> oh, next week. Like, that's a big deal. World hunger on Waffle Box. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> but 
but yeah, I did it. You had. I know it's kind of serious to start off the show, but yeah, I just please, I just educate me. I don't, I don't think anyone who's you know a, a, a law-abiding mm. gun owner is really gonna like worry about taking some time out of their hands to actually show that they actually can be trusted with it. Mm. But you shouldn't be able to just buy one without anything. That's that's just crazy to me. Yeah, I um. I know you're never going to be able to get rid of the guns and trying to do that will actually only cause more mass shootings on uh, both sides and you know more children will get killed in the crossfire and all that bad stuff so you're never going to get rid of the guns there's actually like like some crazy stat like there's one gun for every 10 for every 10 out of 11 people in the uh, on the if not the country the planet some some weird stat. We're like, there's a lot of goddamn guns out there, Mike. So yeah, guns ain't going anywhere. Of all of the registered civilian-owned all guns the registered. in the world, I think some like 46% of them are in America. Sure. Which is yeah. a pretty insane stat. Very insane stat. So lots I of guns. There's, more, the point, there's more guns than people. Hmm. Yeah, I would also believe that. I would also believe that. Like, so, again, they, like I say, not getting rid of the guns. I'm not trying to maybe... take any guns away from anyone. If you want a gun, do you? But I just, Good. I just think there should be more. It should just be harder for this Johnny come yeah. lately just to grab one. That's all I'm saying. Maybe there should be two years of uh, intensive course training, and you know, like not like once a month or you know once every other week. Like maybe two or three times a week. There should be you know at least an hour a day. I don't know. Um, Maybe bullets should just be super expensive, but again, I also know people who know how to make their own bullets in case something stupid like that does happen. And uh, wasn't that a Chris Rock joke where he said, "Like, forget about guns; you should just make bullets, yeah, like five thousand dollars each. That way, if someone it's gets not... shot, you know he did something." <laughs> Chris Rock did make that joke, and it's still not a bad idea nor a bad joke. But uh, again, people know also people also know how to make their own bullets. So there's there's no one right answer how to solve this. It is unfortunately just a part of our reality, and it should you should just be content with it. But I, I don't have a better answer. Till next time, yeah. answers on a postcard. Enjoy box at gmail.com. How would you solve the situation? Ooh, electronic postcard. Hmm. 300 characters or less. Solve it. Mm. Anyway, let's move on to smart lighter topics. Hey, there might be another pandemic coming. That's fun. Oh, <laughs> I hope not. I was just getting my career back. It's, it's just May 2020 for me now, Mike. I mean, I'm no scientist. I don't think it's going to be as bad, but monkeypox. What the fuck? Monkeypox. Have you seen this shit? Have you looked up like what I've it looks like, like if a... you catch that shit? No, what's it like? It's like you turn into like a lizard. Oh. Like it's it's like chicken pox, but times a hundred. It looks insane. And you Gross. you know, it's fever and it's all the usual stuff. I think I I'm again not a scientist, just to put that out there in case anyone's who's <laughs> confused and thinks I am. I don't think it's a deadly thing. 
I, 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 I so call you Professor Fish anyway. Professor Fish. But um, PhD. Pretty huge, as Kanye West would say. Um, yeah, it's uh, Jesus. It's just is is this like a weird thing that's going on right now? Again, I'm going to ask ask you the question. Cliches, PhD, pretty huge thing. Um, is there more of this shit going around right now, or is it because of COVID we're just kind of more aware of it? And it's kind of being put out there. I think it's just more aware. There's more fear out there. I think there's always been like COVID nineteen isn't the first strand of COVID. It's it's the there's at least eighteen others possibly. No, you know, and it's no, not because, because no, there's, there's a, you don't think that, do you? Yeah, Please don't tell me you believe that. Yeah, man. COVID I COVID virus ID two thousand nineteen. That's what that yeah. means. That's what it means. It doesn't so mean there was one in twenty eighteen. <laughs> there's one in 2018 there's one in 2017 we just started calling them alpha and uh, omicron and all that other stupid shit because they wanted to keep it covid19 it wasn't easy never covid but anyway um so but yeah professor fish phd pretty huge thing um but yes so everyone don't touch the monkeys keep away from the monkeys I'm going to assume since it's called monkeypox that someone diddled with a monkey. It's sexual, like a lady. Yeah. Just, you know, if, you, if you're going to go near a monkey, wear a condom. Just be smart. Just be smart. Otherwise, you end up in a leper camp somewhere. I believe that's... Do they still have I wouldn't those? be surprised if monkeypox eats through the condom. Leper camps? Yeah, usually uh, off of Hawaii. Hey. Swings and roundabouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're ill mm-hmm. and you look bad. Ice-played island. So Nicoladas on the beach. <laughs> I'm not sure how many pina coladas are at this camp, but it's 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 a nice thought. Nicola pina colada. Get monkey box. Bing, bang, bang. Ah, uh, just because I know I haven't done my research, I'm sure there's someone very ill with monkeypox, and I've just insulted them very badly, and I've just said something very insensitive. But still, leave the monkeys alone. We've lost the monkeypox demographic. <laughs> uh, they, they, we had twelve. The monkey now we demographic had zero. just dropped off. The monkeypox demographic. Oh, there we go. But uh, so we've we've solved gun and monkey diseases. What a show so far. We're only twenty minutes in. My gosh um right before we take a brick break pause for the cause it's now time for, of course for everyone's favorite segment let's learn about a dumb world record oh why 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 would i why 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 would you want to do that uh, uh, this week's world record, as I said in the introduction, is a gripping one. Grip you. Um, and this is a, from Pakistan. We're going to Uh-oh. East Asia, baby. Mm-hmm. What happened Asia. in Pakistan? So, this man, 70-year-old man, Mr. Nassim Udin, 70 years mm. old, has broken a world record. Got a shout out to him. He broke the world record 
for the amount of apples crushed in his hand in one minute. Okay. Okay. In one minute? Wow. How many did he crush? Well, he crushed. And there was actually a video from there. Maybe I could put the link in. I actually saw the video. You should put the link in the fucking thing. This guy was was breaking this world record like like an apple stole his wife or something. This man had a grudge like an apple owed him money. He was like mm. nuts. Right, right, right. And in one minute, 60 seconds, for those that don't know that, he crushed 21 apples. Wow. Wow. That's so, amazing. <laughs> That's three like, seconds. Three seconds. Under three seconds. Just under three seconds. Terrible. But I. Huh. That's I amazing. Own an apple. I can't crush an apple. I tried. I, I don't have an apple, but I bet I couldn't crush that sucker either. Like that's you know those things are. I don't mm, have any fruit. Amazing. I, I, I reckon I could crush an orange. I, I bet you crush could crush an apple easier than you could crush an orange. Really. Hmm. But you still can't crush an apple. Like, I still agree with the first sentiment, but you know, an orange, an orange, you know, it's got the the exterior texture. And... Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, no skin. That orange is going oh, down. You definitely. Yeah, when you take the skin off the orange, you could kill it. But no, juice. no, no, we're talking about with the skin on. I'll turn you into juice, orange. There's an easier way. Now I feel that I should do like a little the side video now of me. The, which fruit is easiest to crush? And just have like a table of different fruits and I'm just going crush, trying to crush them. That'd be a fun you video. You could definitely right? crush a banana. Bananas. You'd crush down. a banana, probably the easiest. Nectarine. Um, nectarine. Nectarine, sure. History. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whatever. Um, Strawberry. Peach. Strawberries, kiss your kiss your strawberry goodbye. <laughs> yeah, uh, anyway. Peach, yeah. Peach. Oh, peach. peach. Oh no, I don't know. For some reason I feel a peach. Even if you could do a peach, like the, the core. Well it's got that, yeah, it's got that the walnut in it or whatever. So I reckon that like even if you could crush a peach, that's that's got some like payback. I reckon it would like crush ow like that would hurt. Hmm. TBD. Check TBD. out the Waffle Box YouTube video when Mike starts crushing videos like Gallagher. <laughs> oh, if I yeah, if you use a hammer, that'd be uh no minus. I wonder if anyone's thing. crushed a watermelon yeah. with their bare hands. Just call you handy Gallagher. Yes. Right. But you'd have to do it. I'm like, sure if we look it up right now, it's there. <laughs> I'm pretty sure some one is like there has done that. The guys who toss a keg up in the air, just effortlessly. Yeah, strong, well, strongest man. He could crush mm, a wall. I reckon he could do it between his thighs. No problem. Would that be no problem, that, ladies? Would that be attractive? Would that arouse you if you saw a man crush a watermelon between his thighs? Hmm. I need all these questions. Hmm. I need I, let us know at Waffle Box Pod on social media. 
which fruit do you think is the easiest to crush? Um, which fruit would you want us to crush? Maybe I will do that video. Waste fruit. But yes, shout out to Nassim Udin of Pakistan. 21 apples crushed with your hand. Again, don't know why, but whatever. You've achieved more than I have in my life. So well done. There you go. Dig him. It's a good attitude, Mike. So Professor Fish. PhD. Pretty huge thing. Anyway, that wraps up the first half of this week's Waffle Box. Still to come. There's too many Toms in this world. We're going to get rid of one. Who's a Top Gear? Top Gear 2? Top Gun 2? Top Gun, top gun two. 2. Top, top Gear Gun Maverick. It's good. It used to be a good TV show about cars from rooms. This is Top Gear. Top Gun. Fuck. Top, I'm gonna, how many times am I going to say that? Top Gun 2. Starring Tom Cruise. We're talking about that. And also that feel good segment of the week. But we'll be right back with this week's middle of the show quiz right after this break. Welcome back to Waffle Box. Still to come, we've got our Top Gun 2 review. We've got the feel-good story of the week. And, of course, so, so much more. Uh, but it is now officially time because it's the middle of the show. It's the middle of the show quiz. Middle of the show quiz. Now, if you are a first-time watcher, a first-time listener, then this is Simple. It's the middle of the show quiz. So it's the middle of the show. We quiz Kush Hayes on a different topic each week. That's him, that guy over there, that joker. Um, this week, as it is Top Gun 2 movie review, we're talking Tom Cruise. So what I have this week is a list of movie films, moving pictures, starring the man himself, Tom Cruise. Okay, okay. What I'm going to do is tell you the year the first one was released. And then from then, you have to tell me whether they came out before or after the previous one. It's a little spin on the older or younger game we played before. So it's before or after. Nice and simple, right? Word. So this, obviously, the easiest way to start would be Top Gun 1. So Top Gun 1 obviously came out in 1986. 1986! Mm-hmm. So, Jesus. I was there. I was eight years old when my mom took us to see that in the theater on our way to a camp uh, campgrounds. Like, it took us two days to get there. We're like, well, we're in Sacramento. Let's go see Top Gun. I'm like, what? Anyway. Yeah, did it take your breath away? I was actually pretty entertained with it. I was just like, wow. That that show was amazing. I remember once, this is my Top Gun story. So I think I might have told this before, where this was back in the day that we used to, if we wanted to borrow some music from someone, you know, they would give you the CD and you could rip the CD, copy the CD. And one of the copies that my mum gave me, because her friend gave her, it was like top, like 40 best chick flick soundtracks or some shit like that and one of them was i think it was take my breath away from top gun mm-hmm. and i remember i, I slow like, danced to that song a couple times and i just remember saying to my dad and i was like what the fuck i didn't say what the fuck at the time but i was like what the hell like 
Top Gun's not a chick flick. And he was like, mm, kind of is. And then I had, I had that moment where I was like, oh my God, it is a chick flick. <laughs> if you're uh, of age, you might have gotten lucky seeing Top Gun. Uh, well, I, no, I was one when it came out. So I probably. Uh, if you're of age, stupid. Still need for name calling. Anyway. Anyway, Top Gun, 1986. So the next one on the bucket is the movie Cocktail. Did Cocktail come out before or after. after Top Gun? It did indeed come out after 1988, two years after Top Gun. Mm, it was, was a big deal. And then it was nothing. That's definitely a chick flick, that one. Oh, that's, oh, for sure. It's a bad movie. Anyway, I'm going to sneeze in a minute. So um, anyway, so you got that one, right? So the next one, A Few Good Men. It, a Few Good Men come before or after Cocktail? 1991, after. It's actually 1992, but you got it right. Whoa. My bad. Next one is the very first. Mission Impossible. Did that come before or after A Few Good Men? After. That was a Memorial Day blockbuster, yo. That was a great time. Had a great sound. Was that Mission Impossible 2 at the best soundtrack thing? Was that the one that Limp Biscuit? Great stuff. Um, next one, Jerry Maguire. Did Jerry Maguire become before? Or after Mission Impossible? I'm going to say after, but the timeline is like they were very close to each other. But I'm going to still say after. I'm going to still say after. I thought you, I'd catch you out on that one. Yeah. Mission Impossible came out in May 1996. Jeremy Maguire came out in December 1996. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You could have got me on that one too. Like, I, I hesitate for a minute. I've not still not seen Jerry Maguire. That's the. Show me the money. That is right. indeed. Yeah, that's that's yep. all I've seen from that movie. That's... Mm-hmm. Everyone knows that line. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and final one. Interview with a vampire. Did that come before, before. or after Jerry Maguire? 1992. 1993? <laughs> oh, 1998. What? Yeah. Interview with a vampire? I know, right? I thought it was way earlier than that as well. No, no. 1998. All right, I'm going to... I'm disputing that. Oh, 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 what's that? Almost, almost soundboards went off there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to do it on my phone because I can't. We can't do Interview that. with a Vampire, The Vampire Chronicles, 1994. No. Where the hell yeah. did I get... I don't know. Oh. Son of a... Bitch. Yeah, because that was the movie before Desperado that made uh, Antonio Banderas blow up. Everyone's like, oh yeah, he's in an interview with a vampire. Oh my god. For shit. Oh yeah, it is. Where the George hell did I get 998? Well done then. Five out of five. Fuck me. There you go. Well, now I look stupid playing all the goddamn jingles as well. 
What a show. What a show. Um, well, so that's clean sweep, 5-0. and oh. Congratulations, Mr. Hayes. You pass this week's quiz. But now this is where we start arguing because now it's time to remove things from history as we enter things down to the trapdoor. Bring the trapdoor on. I'll have the trapdoor. So again, if you're a first time watcher, first time listener, what we do here is we name four things and then we delete one from history, from the universe, because it's not as good as the other three. That's basically it. And this week is a Tom special, as is some group. Hey, so round one, our four Toms mm-hmm. are Tom Holland. Okay. Tom Hanks, mm. Tom Hiddleston, mm. or Tom Hardy. Those are the four. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. For those who don't know, so Tom Holland, obviously, more famously, is Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks. If you don't know who Tom Hanks, is Jesus Christ. Um, Tom Hiddleston is, um, is Loki. Right? Loki. Yep. Yes. And Tom Hardy, I guess if we're going to the superheroes, he was uh, Venom. But he's also been craze and other good stuff. He's been Bane. He's uh, a... Was Bane, So, obviously, I mean, I put four in there. I I think we're pretty... We can agree Tom Hanks is safe, right? Tom Hanks is very safe. You're not getting rid of Tom Hanks. I will fight you if you want to get rid of Tom Hanks. Like that's not going to be a fun. Waffle Box is over if you get rid of Tom Hanks. Um, Tom Hardy, I like a lot of his work, man. He's he's not not everything he's done is great, but I like a lot of his work. Um, Tom Hiddleston doesn't hasn't done it. I mean, he's done a lot, but he's not done many big things. Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston. Did you say Hiddleston or uh, the other kid? Tom Hiddleston. Well, Tom Holland, I guess, is in the same boat as well. Yeah. I, that's Tom why I'm, Hiddleston I've only say, seen as Loki. I would, I, I'm going to have to say, it's, I, for me, it's between Holland and Hiddleston. You know they're, what? I think their I'm just, draw, doors are nervously twitching for me. What about you? I think we have to get rid of Tom Holland. Like, I, I like Spider Man. I even, I even semi like Uncharted, but. Yeah. Did I, you see uh, that movie he was in where he was like a, a drug addict? I can't remember what it was called. I didn't. I missed that one. I didn't I heard it didn't get too many good reviews, unfortunately. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't like it. But I like to see that he's branching out like that. But yeah, I think I mean I can I can easily be swayed to get rid of Loki also because I've only seen him as Loki, but uh, Loki's pretty good. I don't know. And Spider Man, you know. There's, there's, there's potentially a chance that he'll never play Spider-Man again, which is the only thing I want to see him do. So I think we've seen, we'll see him as Spider-Man at least one more time in the near future, like w- within the next movie. I mean, okay, if we're talking about like they're the only good things that we like them for, mm-hmm. who's better, Spider-Man or Loki? I, 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 I'm going to go Spider-Man. Let's keep Spider-Man. Ah, uh, Tom Hiddleston, I'm sorry. It's been a pleasure. Ah! 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 
Now, next one, round two. Oh, wow. This one's going to be a fun one, I feel. So yeah. we've got... That was a difficult one. That, I thought that would have been easier. It wasn't. Uh, next one is Tom Selleck, Tommy Lee Jones, Tommy Lee, or Tom Jones. I went for a little theme there at the end there. So Tom Selleck, Tommy Lee Jones, Tommy Lee, and Tom Jones. Tom Selleck is safe. Just you're not, yeah, you're not getting rid of Magnum. No. Magnum's safe. And um, the only reason why I want to keep Tommy Lee Jones is for his one line from The Fugitive where he goes, I don't care. Because that is my favorite quote. At least top 10. Those that know me know me saying that. Um, Tom Jones. I don't think you should get rid of Tom Jones. Like, I think that's just rude. It's not unusual. Like, that, that dude's a player. Like, why would you get... What's why, why would you supposed to get? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sex bomb, sex bomb. You're oh, my, my sex, sex bomb. bomb. No, it's not yeah. talking about... It's not singing anymore in case we get a copyright strike. Oh. By the way, did you see that? We, we got a copyright strike last week on that video. No, really? Yeah. But I, what? I fought the law and the Waffle Box one. We got that strike removed because I okay. Uh, it's because we, know, we did well. We did the the, the Spinal Tap intro, the quote, mm-hmm. and oh. apparently there is a musician whose album was called Eleven, and they used that exact clip as the intro of their oh, album. Yeah. And so I was like, "Hey, no disrespect to that band, but I typed in it as basically, hey, look, no, this was the quote from the movie." They use the exact same quote on their album. They have no rights to my copyright thingy. And then the algorithm is so weird. And then about four days later, I got an email from YouTube saying, yep, we've removed it. Copyright strikes. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. The algorithm is so weird. We could do a whole episode on that. But uh, I think I think we're getting rid of Tommy Lee. Like, you know, he, he his dong is in the Hall of Dong of Fame. His dong is in the dong of fame, but I could argue we're doing it the world of because every point no of view Lee. of that TV series, he's a dickhead in every point of view of that TV series, including his own POV. He's just a dickhead. So, I mean, he, he was good in Motley Crew, but he's great in Motley Crew. But he, he, out, of the, out of the Motley Crew gang, though, to be fair, he's like the least cool out of them. I, I think he's got the most notoriety out of all. Oh, 100%. But, but, uh, not, I important, not important. But, yeah. Sorry, Lee. Peace. <laughs> oh, that was fun. Do you, do you always feel... That wasn't easy. That wasn't easy. Do you always easy. feel a little bit better? Do you feel a little bit lighter on your feet? Like, once Sometimes. We, like, with... with yeah, not today. With, with Thanos, but, like, very slowly. <laughs> We're slowly... No, Today we we had to do what like most most judges of the law, you know. They like, yeah. I don't know if I made the right decisions tonight, and I'm gonna have to sleep with that. Maybe we should have got rid of Tommy Lee Jones, but it's too late. It's too late. Too late. It's you too can't late. go back now. That's the rules. That's the law. Just respect the uh, object. Anyway, by now, who knows what? Maybe Panoranderson's life will be better. Maybe without him. Maybe who knows? Mm. Well, maybe, but then again, maybe her crew suffered because without Tommy Lee, no one has seen her. Well, she's she, she's without a child if if that happens. So I'm pretty sure she's not gonna be a fan of that. Otherwise, uh, 
Yeah, I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. That's a whole other dis- topic of discussion, maybe. Um, all right, well, let's get to the main event then. We've been kind of leaning into it. It's our Tom Cruise special, but now let's get to the thing itself. Everyone wants to know what's going on, Pussycat. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's Top Gun 2 with this week's Cush's Movie Review. Cush's Movie Review. Tell him, Cush. Tell him about Top Gun 2. Is it, is it Bill and Ted 3 or is it Ghostbusters 2? Oh, it's neither. Thank God it's neither. Well, well, uh, Ghostbusters oh, 2 is a great geez. movie. Not at all. Whoa. No. Whoa. <laughs> no. no. Ghostbusters 2 is a terrible movie. Whoa. And it's because of Ghostbusters 2 being a bad movie that I didn't want 2016's Ghostbusters and I didn't want Ghostbusters Afterlife. However, as we, we did a review on Ghostbusters Afterlife here on the Waffle Box, it was my favorite movie of the year. I loved it. Okay. So, but Bill and Ted 3 was terrible. Ghostbusters 2. No, it's bueno. Don't, no, don't. I will. No, f- I'll fight you on the streets. You're gonna lose that fight, sir. Oh. <laughs> Physically, verbally, mentally, <laughs> spiritually. Like you don't, you don't walk away from that. Feeling good about yourself. I might push you into another dimension. It could happen. Like Doctor Strange, me. We just, we're not like. Yeah. Yeah. A giant weed leaf shows up in the background. Cosmic weed leaf instead of a star. <laughs> Anyway, story. that's the movie review of Top Gun 2. <laughs> See you next week. Um, yeah, what did you think? Dude, this movie has no business being decent. And it's, it's, it's fucking amazing. It's, it, there's, there's like a long list of movies that have sequels well way past their time. You know, like you, you just mentioned... You mentioned Ghostbusters 2, which isn't fair, but what Stop was the, the first one? You Bill and Ted 3. You know, there's a 20-year gap between Bill and Ted 2 and Bill and Ted 3. There's no reason we should have had a Bill and Ted 3. There's no reason we should have had a Top Gun Maverick 36 years later. And to be fair, if we didn't have COVID, this was going to come out in 2019. But it's because China closed all of its theaters at the end of 2019, right when this that crazy thing called COVID was picking up over there. 19th um, edition the 19th edition yes sir thank you thank you uh that uh paramount were like oh well if theaters are starting to shut down that's probably going to happen everywhere else so we're going to pull we're going to pull its release date for top gun maverick and then the world shut down and once or twice oh, this well. thing was scheduled for like a year ago but even then like we got the uh beta thing and then the omnicron and you know so i'm amazed we finally got here dude and is way better than i thought it was gonna be way better than i thought it was gonna be you get is there is there a scene where he's riding his motorbike next to a woman riding a horse there is a scene where he rides a motorcycle against a jet, and that's a callback to the first film, but not against a horse. Yeah. What's the movie where he rode against a horse? Because I, I, that's that feels like a very specific reference. That's Top Gun. Not a horse. That's where he, yeah, where he first meets oh. the woman. 
She's riding a horse. She's not riding a horse. She's riding a horse. No one's riding a horse. She's riding. No one's riding a horse in Top Gun, dude. You better look this up. I'm going to continue with my review. Do it, and I'm going to look up. Carry on. Yep. So, if you've never seen Top Gun, apparently Mike Fish. Professor Fish, PhD, has never seen Top Pretty Gun. Huge thing. You actually don't need to go back and check it out. Um, you, you're very much caught up to date on everything that happens in this movie. It's one of the most perfect sequels ever, but it could be just a stand-on, stand-on-its-own film. Uh, Top Gun is, is the best remake of Star Wars without space being involved. It's what Rogue One should have been. Like the, the plot of Top Gun Maverick is maverick has to teach these top gun winners former top gun winners how to do the trench run of the death star uh, all the way down to the pack where they got a bomb a thrill a three meter uh exhaust port this thing is delightful dude i saw it three hours ago before our broadcast tonight and i am i just realized where i'm where i made my mistake did you make a mistake professor fish yes um that, that scene was from Hot Shots. <laughs> not Top Gun. Yeah. Yeah, not Top Gun. Not Top Gun. Anyway. Still, Hot Shots. What a great movie. Um, there is a scene in Hot Shots, the original Hot Shots, where the jet ends up doing, you know, doing a little skid in the air, like, you got the rubber tires screeching and then it carries on the other direction they go on about part of the plot is too is that the enemy which has no country no faith no nationality no religion just it's just guys in a in a super super black helmet they don't speak any language we never hear their radio communications but they got the Gen 5 jet, the Generation 5 model jet. And this thing, actually, at one point, they, Maverick, Maverick's whole thing is, I'm going to hit the brakes and fly right by. And that's his whole gimmick where he does this bullshit. The jet actually, like, goes past him and then goes, oh, 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 did you? Oh, did you? Oh, did you? Oh, no, I'm going to go back after you now. And, and, and you're just like, this shit is amazing. Like, dude, this is real pilots doing real combat aerials, real dog fighting. Uh this movie is fucking amazing, dude. And I recommend everybody go check this out in the Is theater. there a beach volleyball scene? I know that's definitely from Top Gun. There is a beach football scene. They they swapped it out for bo- uh, no volleyball this time, but both sides have a football and both sides' objective is to get it to the end zone and it's just chaos and it's called uh, dog fight football. Multiple. All offense and defense playing at the same time. That's just insane. And that's a fun segment, too. Coming soon, NBC. They're going to happen. Multiball. 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 This movie was directed by Joe Kaczynski. He's done Tron Legacy. Speaking of sequels that uh, came out way later than they should have, Tron Legacy very beautiful movie but not a good movie at all um he also did a tom cruise movie called oblivion in 2013 again same thing very pretty movie but kind of no no substance there no calories that was uh 
So when hearing that he's doing Top Gun Maverick and it turns out this good, I, I don't know. I don't know what's the cause of it. I don't know why this thing is as good as it is. But uh, you got Miles Teller in this. He's fantastic. Jennifer Connelly plays the love interest and the romance love interest. Isn't he like 60 at this point? He's almost 60, but Jennifer Connelly is, you know, almost is closer to 60 than she is 50 now. Also, like it's not a it's not a obnoxious romance, but something about it doesn't doesn't need to be a part of the movie. I don't know if it's true performance. It's a Scientology. I don't know. Maybe she might already be a Scientologist. I couldn't tell you that. Um, something is off with her scenes, though. And I don't think it's her because she's not a bad actress. But something about her scenes don't work in this movie. Um, I get what they're trying to do. The character Maverick, he's 36 years older. So he needs to start. He's finally maturing, Professor Fish, PhD. He's finally maturing. Yeah. And it's, yeah. But anyways, the rest of the cast, Val Kilmer ha- has a has a bit part, but it's a substantial part. It's a fantastic couple scenes. I recommend everybody check it out. And then uh, Monica, oh my God, what's her name? Lewinsky. Monica Barberos. She's a, she's a chick from uh, the Bay Area here, so good on her. Lewis Pullman, son of Bill Pullman. And then President uh, Bill Pullman. Glenn Powell. President Bill Pullman's son is in this. So this is a great movie. This is a fantastic cast. I've already seen it twice now as of this review. Damn. And I'm probably going to see it another time. I saw it in 4DX uh, during one of the fan appreciation nights. And unlike Black Widow, I fucking loved my experience with this too. Maybe I knew what to expect as opposed to what I didn't know what to expect with Black Widow. Maybe it was just programmed better. I don't know. But yeah, this is a great goddamn movie. You you you're flying in the movie, man. Like this is a this was the roller coaster ride 40X was intended for. I, I at least I think so. So still haven't done uh, that. Still never done a 40X. I would say do it for this. Definitely. Actually, I would definitely I don't recommend even know this. If there's any 40X beers around. Uh, don't 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 drive too far. I'm just saying if it's there, you know, it's it's an event. So yeah, this was a great movie. This is a crowd pleaser. Out of five blueberries, believe the hype out of five. Yeah. Five out of five. No, no, believe the hype out of five. What does that mean? That's that's bigger than five. Oh. Six. Might even be a seven, but go. Like, like we're 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 past numbers at this point. It's it's a great goddamn movie. Believe the hype. Out of five. Okay. Crush crush a blueberry in my hands. You could probably crush five blueberries in your hand. Big dive. Uh, so, yes, check it out. <laughs> Top Gun 2 in movie theaters near you, probably, unless you live somewhere there's no movie theaters near you. I feel oh, like this is playing in, in every theater across the country. But what if someone lives, you know, two, two hours drive from the nearest movie theater? We can't in good faith say movie theaters near you because that's the nearest one. If anything, we're just rubbing salt into the wound that they don't live anywhere near. Yeah, move. 
Move somewhere better. Move, move, move to a closer location. Christ. What are you doing with your life? Where do you live? Where Jesus. do you live? The closest movie theater is 20 miles away. Get your life together. Um, what have we got? What have we got coming up next week in terms of movie reviews? Next week. We uh probably nothing for next week, man. I can give you a review on the Paramount Plus series. Uh, the Offer, which is a TV series about how The Godfather got made. I've only seen the first half of the series, but I'm, I feel like I can give you a good enough review just on that. I can do a review on the Rescue Rangers movie, and I can do a <gasps> review, which will be definitely late, on Downton Abbey 2. No, but there's no new movie I'm interested in this week because I'm also working. No, we're doing Rescue Rangers. So Rescue Rangers that. it is. It's not currently streaming on Disney Plus. Rescue Rangers. Rescue Rangers. I fucking loved that costume when I was growing up. I can't remember. What is it? Spoiler alert. I think you're going to enjoy it. Is it? What what streaming platform is it? Is it Parent Disney Plus. Disney Plus. I'm all about it. I'm all about it. We are. I'm going to watch that and we're going to talk about that together next week. Okay. Is it called Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers or is this Rescue Rangers? It is. Chippendale's Rescue Rangers, the movie. Chippendale, Rescue Rangers. I'm going to have to yeah. listen. After we've got recording, I'm going straight to YouTube to listen to the retro theme song, and I'm going to rock out. Okay, so mm-hmm. look at both of that, boys and girls. All right, so before we wrap this week's show up, we have to end, as always, by bringing people up, enlightening people, and bringing some feel-good story of the week. Um, if you are again first time listeners, this is where we just literally there's no jokes, it's just, it's just a nice story we're going to tell. Um, if, if anyone is listening or watching and they are like a music producer and they would like to create a jingle for this, please do because you know, for the one I have right now, it it's, doesn't sound like a feel good story. It does, it, we've made a joke before, but it does sound like it's a porn, it's a porn film. We're it's to, sexy. It makes sexy. me feel good. Yeah, well, there you go. Why, why uh, can't it be sexy? What's wrong with being sexy? I don't know. Sometimes it just depends on the story. It just feels weird. I mean, sexy music. You're weird. Anyway, here's uh, this week's feel good story of the week. Getting sexy weird. That's the coolest fucking story I've ever heard in my entire life. That's insane. It, can I hear it again? Ugh. Feeling on her booty right now. What? What? Oh, hi. hey. Uh, anyway, hey. back in the room. Oh. Back in hey. The room. Oh. Ah. <laughs> anyway, this week's feel good story of the week comes to us from across the pond in the United Kingdom of America. Um, the UK's public health services <laughs> are officially prescribing stand up comedy to men at risk of suicide. From mental trauma or depression. Huh. I believe that. After a pilot program, I'll, I'll co-sign that. Outrageously successful. Um, despite that, what social activists have for decades said about some topics being off limits for comedy, uh, British comedian Angie Belcher is showing that people exploring their personal history through comedy often makes them quote stronger and more resilient. Uh, Belcher is the pioneer of the comedy on referral a six-week course for trauma survivors in Bristol that is now receiving National Health Service, NHS, funding to expand its program to London to help men at risk of suicide. She was quoted as saying, 
My course for trauma victims encourages them to process their trauma in a different way so they can change who the victim is and choose their narrative. They can actually go right down into this is what I'm thinking and then this is what the thing that happened to me. This enables survivors to consciously use comedy to change their perspective of their experiences, but it also puts them in a physical, powerful position because being on stage is very powerful. So, there so this program is creating if someone suicidal is being encouraged to tell jokes. Like they give, they're being given comedy classes. So yeah, so they can go on stage and okay. turn their experiences, their life into jokes to kind of okay. empower them and to actually look mm-hmm. at things differently, which I think is awesome. You know, because they they always say the cliche is laughter is the best medicine. So mm-hmm. why not try to and if anything, it's just good to get people together, I think, just talking and things mm-hmm. like that. So this is awesome. So, that. Yeah. so hopefully this is a okay. big thing because yeah, hey, maybe this can spread across the world and bring joy. Yeah. To people who are unless everybody suffering. bombs horribly, then it's just oof, they're in the well, second. Gonna, I'm going to assume they're not putting these people in front of like tough crowds. That would be <laughs> that'd be mean. What if they are? What if you mean? Like this is part of your therapy. Like get out there, boo! But no, I don't think they're doing that. They're not putting them like the comedy seller in New York okay. City or something. Yeah, like that would be. So, I'm, for the sake of argument, I hope you're correct. Yeah, I hope it's just like, yeah, hey, it's just, there's just, it's just us, Phil. Hey, hey, Phil. Yeah. <laughs> 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 That's a good one, Phil. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, so there you go. Feel good story. Lovely job, you mm. Right. Feel good story about Phil. Good old Phil. Uh, before we wrap up this week's show, obviously, make sure you do subscribe and follow on your chosen platform. If you are listening to us, why not go to YouTube and watch watch it? So then, you know, we get double double the clicks. And then, if you're watching it, also listen to it. You know, we are fantastic um, to stick on when you're going to bed because we will put you right to sleep, my friend. So if you are struggling i've been told i do have a rich buttery voice and i try not to yell too much so oh yeah. if i found out I, we were someone's white noise i'd be uh yeah i'd be really appreciative of that really, thank you welcome to going to sleep with mike and kush um uh, yeah let's go to bed oh, too sexy too sexy uh, too sexy uh, professor fish too sexy kind of students a patron um <laughs> but yes so make sure you and follow us on all social medias at wobble box bob but if you do want more podcast action, if you want to hear us speaking, of course, you can go into some sports. Check out Claire and Big Blue podcast with myself and Alex Middleton over at CBB Pod. Um, and then Microdose. I know you kind of alluded to it earlier. What's uh, the latest offerings from the Microdose? Because it is a postseason edition, we got a clip show this weekend. 120 will feature old friends of the family here, including Stephen uh, Steinbacher, Lord Battle, and Drew Angelman, talking about various subjects, outtakes from the show. They weren't bad. They just made the episode run a little long and, uh, you know, didn't affect the quality of the show that was already out. Mike Fish, I see your point. 
Oh, the quality on that episode was just terrible. No, no, sorry, you're not. That that was my fault. That was my fault. We'll have to try that again. Yeah, of course. And also, it's still uh, launching soon, but hopefully we're going to be revving up on that. Um, We're going to be doing some live streams with some other content creators. So if you have a Twitch account, go to twitch.tv slash popcouture. That's P-O-P-C-O-U-T-U-R-E, Pop Couture. Um, they're going to be ramping up on that in the coming weeks. So make sure you're in it before, you know, so you can be like, oh, yeah, I was watching it before. It was cool, man. Check that out. Twitch.tv slash Pop Couture at Pop Couture TV on Twitter. Um, but it's all from me. It's all from him, that joker over there, the main man from San Fran, as I this like to say. <laughs> what, what is he like? Professor Fish, PhD. <laughs> pretty huge dick um make sure again you follow us thanks very much for watching thanks very much oh there we go oh oh my that was seamless um (laughs) anyway yeah until next week make sure you take care of yourselves and each other that's all folks (laughs) 